Thank you, Nameka, for this very insightful presentation about what the cold hubs are in Nigeria and what they mean to the livelihoods of people and how we can reduce food loss on the one hand and raise uh, incomes to farmers and vendors along the, the food chain. Uh, we'll have a, a panel uh, first. Um, let me invite the panel to come to the uh, front. Um, and so, so we'll have uh, um, four panelists uh, that will um, raise some issues and um, uh, reflect on this, this experience. Um, I'll let me introduce them as they uh, take the floor. Um, uh, let me first uh, start with um, Richard Tracy, uh, who's our co-conspiracy <coughs> conspirator with this event, uh, the Vice President of International Programs of the Cold, Global Cold Chain Alliance. Uh, for information, the Global Cold Chain Alliance is an alliance of four international associations representing the businesses involved in temperature-controlled logistics, including refrigerated storage, transport, and construction, as well as post-harvest practices. And it has about 1,300 companies from more than 80 countries associated with the uh, alliance. So we're very happy to do this um, together uh, with you. Um, and Cold Hubs is one of the members of the uh, Alliance. So let me start with you, uh, Richard. Um, so Nameka presented an interesting case study on cold chains and how this is helping improving livelihoods in remote areas of uh, Nigeria. Uh, we know, and as he mentioned, cold storage and transportation are important elements in food chains everywhere, but they're not readily available in all parts of the world, typically because there's an inadequate basic infrastructure, lack of energy, uh, no funding to invest in the, the cold chain, um, and, um, uh, <clears throat> and so on. So now the... Global Cold Chain Alliance is an industry group, a private industry uh, group of which uh, Cold Sub is a member. But what can such an international uh, group do to support such small-scale operations or yet small-scale operation uh, of agribusiness developers uh, like uh, Nomeka's uh, cold hubs and uh, uh, what can we do to scale this up because this is not just a local, very localized problem but this is a much wider spread uh, problem. So what would be the ingredients to make this happen? Thank you, Rob. It's really great to be here. Um, it's great to see such a great audience here um, looking at this problem because it's a significant problem all around the world. Uh, Namike has, has definitely highlighted something that is, is, is really on the cusp of being a true impact in Nigeria. Uh, some of the things that I see to help scale this up is uh, in, in other countries as well as Nigeria, one of the intangibles is an entrepreneurial spirit. There is a cost. It's 50 cents per box. Uh, and now what Namike has, has experienced is that the uh, retailers, the farmers, are saying, hmm, it, it makes sense for me to invest and spend that 50 cents because I'm getting a better quality product. I'm getting a better quality price. I'm able to hold my product longer and not be at the mercy of the agriculture who are waiting and waiting and waiting and saying, I know that that guy has to sell it because it will spoil at, at, uh, at some point. So that, that's a great, uh, a great business model there. Uh, we have seen that in Uzbekistan. We have seen that in a number of countries where a true entrepreneurial spirit allows people to make that investment. The challenge that we see happens is, um, while this seems like common sense, it, it's a great idea, it's, it's affordable, uh, you know, why don't more 
more people do it? Why don't more businesses, more farmers, more retailers uh, buy into this? Uh, I think uh, the $1.3 million price tag for, for 40 units is, a, is a definitely a, an inhibitor uh, on some hands. And then other places, the entrepreneurial spirit is not quite such that they're able to actually spend even just 50 cents a crate to make sure that they are going to be able to have a better quality product. So I think there's a number of things there that, uh, that uh, impact upon the uh, the business climate to have that be successful. Uh, I think another thing that Namike touched upon is 50% uh, of the problem is the infrastructure. It is actually looking at investing in an actual physical uh, location. But he mentioned several times, you know, training, training, and uh, more training. And it, he has spent number of times, he spent resources developing a, a comic book that allows people in the local language access to information and training so that they're not just giving him a box of spoiled product and thinking, oh, it'll get better inside the cold hub, which it doesn't. It's not a hospital. It won't th make things better, right? It, it actually could make things worse. And so he spends an inordinate amount of time. Matter of fact, we were discussing yesterday about the, the nascent uh, Nigerian association that's there that he hopes that they will take over the training aspect because then he can focus more of his time not on training and educating people, but actually going and developing the infrastructure, which is what his business model is. Uh, he doesn't want to be a trainer. He enjoys it. I think he, uh, he has a great uh, uh, face for radio and he, uh, he does a very good job. <laughs> he, do, he does a good job of getting that information out. People love him. I know my colleague Amanda Brondi is here. She's seen actually how people gather around him and, and want to hear from him. He's very engaging. But the reality is the service that he's providing is, is, is much needed. And, and we'll go a long way to do that. And then in the end, I would say that uh, one of the other aspects that we see that's very important is, is the, the government support for uh, these types of opportunities. And it can be government supports in the fact that there need to be uh, food safety regulations in place that demand and encourage the use of cold chain and clean uh, facilities that are providing safe quality food. It could be that the government is providing the infrastructure of uh, the, the grid that's going to be there. The roads that Namike um, um, referred to that are in, in a difficult state in many developing markets. And then lastly, it, it's oftentimes removing the tariffs on um, and, and, and taxes related to importing the needed equipment. Uh, Namike will tell you that although the cold hub costs $27,000 to build, 6,000 of that is actually so that he can import uh, refrigeration equipment and other, other things from other countries that are not available in, in Nigeria. So we can see where the government can play a critical role in um, easing the burden uh, in, in a positive way or even just being neutral and allowing the businesses to grow in that aspect. And uh, I'll stop there and uh, happy to take any questions and thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Richard, for uh, well, further enlightening the, uh, the benefits and, and the way this, this, uh, this uh, initiative has been set up.